So the question is, is what are you putting into your body that's going to help you create more cell growth? Our cells are regenerating. Like you get a cut on your arm or something. How does your body heal itself? Called your immune system, right? So we have a self-generating body. So we have to create a good environment for it so it can regenerate properly. And that's pretty much all I've learned and all I've been doing and hacking my own health. And now I'm, you know, approaching 49 years old and, you know, I feel like I'm 18. I'm running around trail running. I go surfing with my 19-year-old son. No problem. <laughs> it's it's great. All right, my friend, this is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the podcast. In just a moment, you're going to hear a conversation between myself and one of our expert guest interviews, Tim James. Tim is the founder and CEO of chemicalfreebody.com, which is a mission-based organization that is passionate about helping everyone ignite their highest excitement in life by putting themselves and their health first. And this conversation is cool because Tim provides a lot of perspectives on natural health. And in fact, the way Tim got into health is he had a friend who got cancer, who got very sick, and they end up going down to this natural healing clinic. And together, they go through some fasting, they go through juicing. Tim gets a colonic, gets like 10, 15 pounds of poop out of his colon, and it wakes him up to this whole world of natural health. And right now, what Tim's out there doing is creating amazing natural health products and helping teach people the basic fundamental tenets of healthy living. And what I really like about this is Tim breaks down this conversation into four key points, his core four secrets that he believes we need to be healthy. One of it has to do with water. Some of it has to do with chewing, breathing, and I'll let you listen to the rest of it to hear the fourth and final secret. But it's a really cool conversation. I think there's a lot of wisdom that Tim shares that certainly anyone following our Fit Father or Fit Mother program can take a couple of these nuggets and apply it into their own life. And Tim also shares some other perspectives on what he thinks going on with you know GMO foods, why we should buy organic, some problems with pesticides. He references a study that was done by the Environmental Working Group that showed that newborns today are born with over 200 different chemicals in the umbilical cord. And Tim's basic premise is that we have a toxic world. We need to do everything we can to support our body's natural detoxification process, which in his opinion means eating natural foods, cleaning up the house inside. And I tend to agree with him on a lot of these things. So this is a really cool conversation. We're going to have this in just a moment. And I want you to really key in on taking a few things from this that you apply into your life, particularly Tim's four core secrets. I think those are very powerful and, and definitely something I agree with. So without further ado, let's get into this convo with Tim James. All right, Tim. Welcome officially to the podcast, brother. Man, thank you for having me on, Anthony. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So I was excited for our conversation because you're a man that knows a lot about many different aspects of health. And you're the CEO of chemicalfreebody.com. You're a man who's very interested in the right kinds of supplements, cleaning up the gut health. And you're a man on a mission to talk about the kind of chemicals in our environment, how it's affecting our health, and maybe some of the modern detriments of this stuff. So let's get into your personal story a little bit, like a brief version of what got you passionate about investigating health and going from what you said as a gun-shooting, redneck, whiskey-drinking guy <laughs> to now like a you know a health and fitness proponent who's making a big difference in the world. Let's get into your story a little bit. Yeah. Well, thanks again for having me on, and thanks for the listeners out there. My goal always is that I can share one thing today that inspires you enough to actually take action because there's this universal principle of what you put out is what you get back. It's just simple physics, but we have to take action. So my story goes back. I, I grew up over in Eastern Oregon, total redneck, hunting and fishing, grew up on the standard American diet. My best buddy was like a rodeo star, literally. 
I had to make a decision when I was a little kid. Am I going to get into rodeo or am I going to play baseball? And I just happened to like baseball and I did that. Um, play baseball at a high level. We actually took fifth in the World Series when we were 15 in Springfield, Missouri. That was pretty cool. So I, I, like I said, I played baseball at a high level. I've really been into nutrition and sports and all that kind of stuff, but I just didn't know what I didn't know. I was going along with what society and what everybody else was doing and what all the trainers were telling us and all this stuff. And, and by age 37, I'd found myself 42 pounds overweight. I had my energy was going down every year. I just kept gaining one to three, four pounds a year. My mental clarity was out the window. And then I started getting skin issues. I had eczema break out of my knee and then both elbows and that patch of my knee got huge. Then I had another skin issue on my shoulder. I was literally rotting from the inside out. And then it got worse, dude. I started bleeding rectally. Hmm. Like every time I pooped for two and a half years, blood would come out. So this happened. That's when my shirt, for those of you can't see, it says love when you poop because for me, it was a very painful experience for two and a half years, followed by blood, like literally. So on a level of zero to 10, no pain, zero and 10 extreme pain, you know, shoot me. I was about a six to a seven every time I had to go number two. And so again, followed by blood. So imagine this. And I'm like, I go to the doctors and they wanted me to take Prilosec and do this weird stuff and medications. And for some reason I stayed away from it. I think it's because I grew up outdoors. You know, we had a big garden. I was in nature all the time. I was cutting firewood. We were, like I said, fishing, hunting, camping. We were always out in nature. I just... I'd walk around elk hunting and then like picking huckleberries and eating them while I was out. I just like nature and you couldn't even pronounce the names on some of these bottles that they wanted me to eat, you know? So it just mm-hmm. didn't seem right. I stayed away from it. Thank God. But I didn't know what was causing my issues. And then I was basically on a trip with my wife down to Peru. We went to Northern Peru, rented this villa with her dad. Her dad had never been on vacation for 30 years. He's working at this hospital. He's a doctor. And all of a sudden during the vacation, I was out on a fishing boat and I was sweating and wasn't feeling good. And they thought it was like the, you know, the motion sickness. I'm like, no, it's, I don't think so. It's like, I, I never get like this. I've been on boats a lot and fishing a lot and, you know, went to Hawaii and did all that stuff. And maybe it is though. When I got back, it got worse. And her dad's like, no, you, you need to go to the hospital. So we just missed the plane flight by like 30 minutes. There's only one plane flight out of this. It was just South of Ecuador, this place called Tumbes. And in the middle of the night, I basically had to, we rented a van and we went down this bumpy, super bumpy road on the coastline down to Peora. It was a six-hour drive. And let me tell you what, dude, it was the worst experience of my life because I was bent over at a 90-degree angle just to walk because I couldn't walk erect. And my wife was in there holding me, and I'm like, every single bump, just like, dun, 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 bump, 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 was painful. Like, just, oh, oh, like a jarring pain. Like, we're talking six, seven, eights, and nines, up, you know, tens. Just like, oh, six hours of this. I'm sweating. We get to the hospital, dude. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm exhausted. It's like I felt like I just played 75 football games, you know, yeah. and 150 degree temperature or something. And they're examining me, and her her dad didn't. And I'm I'm looking up in the the light above me, the examination light. There's like bugs flying around. I'm in a third world country, yeah. So I'm thinking, oh crap! I paid into health insurance my whole life. I'm never. I'm not even going to get to use it down here. So her dad didn't want me to get operated there. He wanted them to operate on me in his hospital. So he talked to them and, you know, they're all talking in Spanish and stuff. And they doped me up, put me on a little taxi called a Tico, which is about the size of a matchbox car, throw all our luggage on top, went to the airport, more bumpy road, got on a commercial plane flight. You're not supposed to do this. Flew back to Lima and then um, took a taxi right to the hospital. I, I literally get out of the taxi. They put me on the gurney and I right into surgery. And they literally saved my life, right? So I spent the rest of that vacation in the hospital recovering. And what I learned from that experience was, number one, friggin', I don't ever, I don't ever want to get off. I don't want to have going to the hospital again, right? Number one. So thank God for the surgeons down there and the people that helped me 
That's where Western medicine shines is in these critical care situations. You know, it was actually born out of wartime. That's where Western medicine comes from, crisis care. You get your arm blown off, you get shot, you know, triage. Excellent. We need that. But the other thing that I learned was that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me because we planned that vacation, man. It was like a lot of money and a lot of prep getting down there and all that stuff. And I felt bad for her dad because he was like a workaholic at the hospital. His first freaking vacation in 30 years. And where does he end up? Back in the hospital taking care of me because I didn't know how to take care of myself because I'd, I'd been programmed by a society and my parents on this is how things are going to do. Not that my mom and dad are bad because they were programmed by their parents and society too. It's not like no people are choosing this stuff. It's just going along with the flow, doing what everybody else is doing. But I still didn't know what to do. So my wife wheelchairs me basically back into the States and I fly, you know, in a wheelchair at the airports and I go back to life as usual, not knowing what to do. Then luckily for me, one of my best friends, Charles, got diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is this blood cancer deal. And he says, hey, man, they don't have anything for me up here at OHSU. So except, you know, wait and hopeful. Hopefully they come up with a cure before I die and then they'll put me on some experimental treatment in the meantime if that doesn't happen. He goes, ah, he's an entrepreneur, business owner. He's like, I, I'm, I'm taking action in my own hands. I, I want to live. I want to see my son graduate high school. My son, Charlie, our kids played together. I want to go to father-son weekend at Oregon State University. We have plans, man. I, I, I got to do something. So I'm going to go to this place in Florida called Hippocrates Health Institute. They're a, you know, at the time, 61-year-old detox and nutrition clinic. And he goes, you know, I heard they help people heal naturally. Will you come support me with me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm whatever you need, dude. So my experience was you get cancer and you die. My grandma died of brain cancer, chemo, surgery, all that stuff. My aunt died of melanoma, skin cancer. My mom took care of her. She's an angel for doing it. And for anybody listening that's ever taken care of a loved one in these situations, my amazing, like, thank you so much for taking care of your friend, the hospice workers, these people that do this stuff. It's amazing. Lost my aunt. Actually, a buddy of my baseball team, Clay Mahoy, he died of stomach cancer. So, and this guy was like, had an eight pack abs. So he was really good. So guys that are listening and ladies, just because you look good on the outside doesn't mean that you're okay on the inside. 80% of people, what we've learned in the last 11 years I've been in this journey is that it's an inside game. And we'll get to that. Mm. Anyway, so we go to this institute. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm in whatever it takes. And we get there and it was quite shocking, actually. I would have never went there. <laughs> no, it just in my mindset and the way I was, if it wasn't for Charles, because on the plane flight there, he was smart. He didn't tell me. He's like, oh, by the way, there's no meat. There's no dairy. There's no salt. There's no sugar. There's nothing cooked over 115 degrees. And I'm like, no vinegar. I'm like, what? Like, you lost me, dude, at no meat. Now, I don't want to lose anybody here thinking that I'm going to be like, you know, you can't eat meat ever the rest of your life again. Everybody's on their own journey. I'm just telling you what what we what I ran into, Okay. So I go there, they put you on living foods like sprouts and sprouted seeds and grains and beans and all these things. Everything's sprouted, living, fresh juices, wheatgrass juice, all these things, right? Well, day one, my acid reflux was gone. And I, I was eating Tums and Rolades, dude, like they were going out of style. Then on Wednesday, I went to this class called Internal Awareness with this Dr. Scott Josephson comes out. And this dude's jacked. He's freaking, he's got muscles coming out of his ears. He looked damn good. His skin looked good. And he was a really cool dude. Three and a half hour lecture called internal awareness. And he broke down from the time you eat food, what happens internally until it exits. And then what he was telling us was, is that on the standard American diet, these cooked and processed foods and these toxins and chemicals, they bioaccumulate in our body and our fat and our muscle tissue and our chemicals and our blood. And our digestive tract actually gets plugged up. And the average person has about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaques lining the small and large intestine. 
And I was like, well, that's gross. And then, but he was trying to sell us on, um, on colon hydrotherapy. You ever heard of that? Yeah, of course. Okay. So for the listeners, if you don't know what colon hydrotherapy is, cause I sure didn't, you sit on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for an hour and it cleans your colon. It's really no big deal. But if you go online, there's a bunch of fear tactics telling you that it's bad, but you know, it, even grandma's back in the day, every grandma, every mom had an enema bag on the back of their bathroom door. It's because if a kid got sick, mom would give that kid an enema and sometimes give all the kids an enema because she didn't want to deal with a sick kid and it worked. So I didn't want to do it, but he showed, he was smart. He showed videos of inside of people's colon with virtual colonoscopies. And the first person they went into was like a, these were people that were on the standard American diet, right? 24 year old female with thrush, which is like a yeast infection. And she was kind of, a, I can't remember what it was like, Hashimoto, Graves disease or something. Anyway, they go in there and inside of her colon, dude, it was all white and yellow and nasty and gross. And I was like, oh my God. Then they went to like a 65 year old male that had colon cancer and it was all black and nasty and he had parasites. There's worms crawling around. So now I'm just like, oh my God. And the doctor looks back, he says, oh, by the way, over 50% of you easily have parasites. And we're not just talking about hookworms and tapeworms and pinworms that you can see like this. We're talking about microscopic smaller ones that are drinking your drinks, eating your food you're eating inside of you, and then they're urinating and defecating in you and having thousands of children and babies in you. I was like, what? So now this guy's like freaking me out. And then they go to like a 45-year-old female with breast cancer and colitis, like a gut issue. And it was all gross in there. Then they showed somebody that had been on the Hippocrates lifestyle eating these fresh living foods. And you go in the colon, it's all pink. And what I'm telling you is like, yeah, there's still waste matter in there, but the terrain was completely different. You just, you could just tell. You didn't even have to be a doctor or a scientist to know. It's like that one's way healthier than those three, not even close. So that sold me to do the colon hydrotherapy session that I swore to God I was never going to do that. I signed up on the thing. The next day I go in and I get the colon hydrotherapy. They weigh me. I do the hour-long water deal in and out, and then I come, they weigh me again. I drop 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one-hour session. Dang. And the record at the Institute at that time was one lady had dropped 27 pounds of impacted fecal material out of her colon in one one-hour session. So imagine what that's doing to your body and what that's housing in that stuff. So think about that. She literally dropped the size of a medium-sized dog, literally fell out of her butt. That's how much impacted, disgusting stuff was in there. So... All I can tell you was, is I just, I did the thing to help my buddy, but in the process, I healed myself. My acid reflux was gone day one. I went through like a, they call it a Hertz reaction or a detox symptoms where you don't feel good for a while. Cause I went from like, dude, eating fast food, chicken nuggets, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, maple bars and cake and candies and all these things right to like sprouts full on because a lot of people there have like stage four cancer and that kind of stuff. So they're giving them like the most healing foods they can high, high vibe foods. And all I can tell you was after about day four, I woke up and I, I looked at Charles and I was like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? I'm like, Holy moly. My arms are like tingling with energy. My mental clarity was amazing. I was like a 15, 18 year old again. I said, dude, I said, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to go home. I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And I'm going to do this whole program with you. And you're going to, you're going to live. And that's exactly what we did. We came home. We started juicing twice a day, never missed. I started growing wheatgrass and sprouts and ended up growing sprouts for 40, 50 cancer patients a week out of my garage. It was crazy delivering that stuff to people, you know, getting up at four in the morning and teaching classes to over 5,500 people in my home. So, you know, I became a yoga instructor. I got into raw foods and chefing and, and healing help. You know, food is medicine type thing. And and I've never looked back. And the cool thing is that I, not only did I heal myself of everything, 
and I've kept the weight off and my energy is amazing for 11 years. But my friend Charles was actually able to heal himself of cancer. Like it happened right in front of my face. Like we have first person experience. Nobody can take that away from me or him. And he saw his son graduate high school. He went to father-son weekend at Oregon State. His son's now a real estate agent, just helped him buy a house and was the agent on the home he bought. So his story is pretty amazing. And I just have to tell people about it. So I left financial advising and now I'm a health coach. We have our detox and nutrition supplements and we just try to help as many people that are ready. Nice. Amazing story. Um, I relate to a lot of that. And it's just congratulations to you for following along with your friend, helping out and the amazing journey that that kicked off. What can busy moms and dads who are home right now, who are just kind of waking up to this or like they're thinking, they just listen to you like, wow, maybe I have a lot of poop impacted in my colon right now. There's probably some other things I don't know. For the practical everyday mom and dad, particularly those over 40, what can they start doing immediately like at home to improve the function of their body to clean things out? What are some practical at-home things that people can do? Well, I think that would lend itself to talking about our what I call our core four secrets. So we're health coaches. We have high-level people that actually pay us a lot of money to coach them down to average folks like me. Like So it's, it's crazy the people that we, we've gravitated to or they're gravitated towards us. But the foundation's got to get in place first. And there's a lot to it, but I tried to simplify it because... I had all these people come into my classes. I sold a lot of juicers for these juicing companies. But the problem was is that after a month, the juicers or two or three, they were in the cupboard and they weren't using them anymore. So I was like, why aren't you doing this? You saw what happened to me and Charles. Like, well, you know, I don't want to... It, it costs a lot to buy the vegetables. It takes time. And I just don't want to clean the damn juicer. That's what I kept hearing. So I was like, okay. I went back and made a list of like, what are the three things that I could share with people that make the most impact in their life but would be the least amount of effort. So we can just get them moving, get the, you know, get the inertia going in the right direction. And then we added a fourth one later. So I call them core four secrets. And if people want this, you can go to our website, get chemicalfreebody.com. Just look around a little bit and the thing will pop up and you get the free gift. And it's the core four secrets ebook. So secret number one, drink half of your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily, right? So if you're a 200 pound individual, that means you want to get about a hundred ounces in and if you're a 100-pound individual, that's about 50 ounces. Now, if you live in a hot, arid climate, you're a triathlete, you're going to need a little bit more, that kind of stuff, right? You're very active, okay? Now, that has been a game changer because what's your body mostly made of? Yeah, water. It's water. Your body's mostly made of water. And 95% of people are not getting enough of it. So when you're talking about detoxing and cleansing and inflammation, water is the lubricant of life. If you start flowing the right type of water, and that's critical, I'm not talking about water out of your tap. I'm not talking about water in plastic bottles, big plastic bottles that are so-called clean and they bring it to you. That might be a, might, might be better, but probably not. These companies, man, they're just taking city water, running it through these crude filtration systems and then bottling up and selling it to you for more than gasoline per gallon. It's ridiculous, right? Well, maybe not more than gasoline, but it's, they, they charge money for it and there's nothing wrong with making money for a product, but it should do something good. So then you have filters out there. People think they're getting it through their fridge and that's filtered. No, you can't. You have to have purification. And we believe in triple purification. And if you don't believe me, here's why. I looked up three words years ago, probably nine, 10 years ago, and it said umbilical cord and chemical. So when you're done listening to this podcast, go type these three words into your, your browser, umbilical cord and chemical. And you're going to see that the, the Young mothers and these babies, they, the scientists did these tests. They looked for 400 chemicals in the umbilical cord blood 
they found 71% or 250 of what they were looking for. And 180 of those cause cancer in humans. 212 of those chemicals cause developmental and brain disorders. Our children are born polluted. So if the young mothers and babies, supposedly the healthiest all of us, are already polluted, the older you are, the more time you've had to bioaccumulate these toxins in your fat and your muscle tissue and your blood. And the problem is, is that you can't see them, Anthony. They're too small. So it's out of sight, out of mind. You might be OCD, your kitchen's pristine, but nine times out of 10, if I put my finger across the top of your fridge, there's dust up there. Out of sight, out of mind, you can't see it. Remember, it's an inside game. And that's what that doctor, Scott Josephson, told us, is that he goes, women, we take good care of our outsides, our makeup, our hair, we take skin lotion, all that stuff. Guys, we get our hair beards trimmed, looking good. But what about the inside? You can't see it. So it ends up getting neglected. And what you can't see and what you you can't hurt you, right? So if you want to have a healthy outside, healthy life, you have to take care of the gut. The gut is the driving engine, in my opinion, to your health. So how can you have really good intestinal villi, those little hair-like structures that do everything, that they push your food through you and then pull the nutrients in through the intestinal line and get into the bloodstream to go into the cell? You want to take really good care of that. Water is foundational. And one of the reasons why people, the average person that's listening, has 6 to 12 pounds of this garbage impacted in their colon is simply a lack of water. When you're not drinking enough water, the first place the body goes for maybe your brain needs water or your cells need water or your lymphatic system, which is your garbage removal system, needs water. It's going to go to the colon. And since you're not drinking enough, your colon is going to be constantly dehydrated and then it gets dried up. And that's why it's, in my opinion, it's getting impacted. The Royal Society of Medicine said that 85% of illness starts in the colon. And in my work and what I've seen, I totally agree. So doesn't it make sense if we know that 95% of us are not drinking enough water and the first place the body goes to get water is the colon and this whole impaction thing that I share with you, wouldn't it make sense to start flooding the body with water? Absolutely. The difference between not having enough water in your body and having enough water is the difference between you hunting around for your keys for 10 or 15 minutes or just finding them. It literally lowers our IQ. Not drinking enough water makes us stupid, literally, Mm -hmm. like literally. So, so many benefits for water, but here's the problem. The chemicals are in the umbilical cord. Where did they come from? They came from our environment. We have to become intelligent systems and look at our inputs. So we've all heard of Flint, Michigan. Well, there's, it's everywhere. Researchers, water researchers have went into pristine lakes. They've tested the little two and two and a half inch fish have both male and female organs today. They're turning into hermaphrodites. Why? Because the high amounts of estrogen mimicking plastics that are in the water. Dude, we're talking 1,500 miles away from humans, civilization. So our whole environment has gotten polluted so much with the toxic chemicals out there that it's pervasive today. So today we have to purify our water, not filter it. It has to be purified. Now, to this date, I figured out there's reverse osmosis, deionization, and distillation. Those are three ways to purify it. And anytime you do a purification, you're going to pull out about 90% of those toxins. That's why we believe in triple purification. Pull out 90%, you got 10% left, you run it through again, you pull out 90% of that, you got 1% left, you pull out 90% of that, you got 0.1, purified water. But if you live on city tap water, you have to get your water restructured because those high-pressure water pipes are coagulating the water molecules and you're not going to absorb them that well. It's going to be like bowling balls trying to go through a chain-link fence. 
Yeah, let's let's pause there for a sec because I think that's something that a lot of people have certainly heard about filtering water, but not about structuring water. Take us back to a little bit of chemistry, the polar nature of water, how it kind of arranges itself into these structures and how our body prefers to have certain kinds of structures for absorption. Sure. Well, I'm not a super expert on like the mechanics of it because I started going down rabbit holes on stuff and you can go down, dude, you can, you know, you can go down rabbit holes like crazy. But if you look at like Dr. Emoto's work and how water actually changes with, it's kind of crazy. And I'm thinking, Intention, thought, and prayer is what he basically did. Yeah, it's thought and prayer. Well, I actually experienced this because when I was growing sprouts, I did an experiment. If you played classical music, the sprouts would grow towards it. If you played heavy metal, they'd grow away from it. Like I saw it over and over again. I showed people. I always had classical music and essential oils in the garage playing for the plants to breathe and listen to. It's frequency. We are all frequency. We could get into biophotons and all that and electrons, but the whole thing with water is, is that water is always flowing and it always moves in like an S pattern. That's why rivers and stuff like that. And it's, it's restructuring itself. So when you have high pressure pipes, all I can tell you was in 2018, I'd been preaching and teaching water for eight and a half years. And then this gal I call water woman now, Danusha, she's like, no, you, you've got to get this unit. She was trying to sell me this unit. And I, I knew it was a good unit. They had it at Hippocrates, but they said, look, it's not a great purifier. It's a good alkalizer, and we have it here because people with cancer it helps with alkalinity. But more importantly, it's so it's about purification. So I was like really sold on that. I said, "Look, I don't need, it, I don't need it." She didn't give up on me, and finally, she puts me on the phone with the water expert. And he's like, "Tim, just go drink the effing water." So okay, so I went over and I drank a quart of this water. Waited fifteen minutes, drank another quart. Then she said, "I've never done this before, but I know you eat clean and all this stuff, so I'm gonna have you drink a third quart." Well, 24 minutes into it, before about six minutes before that third quart, my brain turned on, my arm started tingling. It was the same feeling that I had that first time at Hippocrates, except it was like triple. It was like triple the feeling. I was like, whoa. So I drank the third one. I went home and I did a uh, my group coaching call. And I'd scrapped all I was going to talk about. And I just talked about water. And what happened was, is I finally realized that how important structuring of water is because I'd been preaching and teaching drinking purified water for eight and a half years, but that's great. But if it can't get into the blood and into the cell, doesn't matter. I was just drinking it and peeing it out, drinking and peeing. That's why I was peeing so much. All my clients were, they were feeling better, but we were peeing more, right? The water molecules and high pressure pipes go from a four to five cluster into about a 20 to 25 cluster. They're too big to go through the intestinal lining. When you restructure it, they go through. So, and I even told her, I said, look, I don't even think I can drink another quart in 15 minutes. And I've, I've tell people to drink a lot of water, but it was like the first quart was gone. It disappeared. Now the difference was instead of having to pee all the time, right out of the gate, I waited about an hour or two and then I had to pee and whoosh, and a lot came out. So I made the connection. Two things happened. Number one, my energy skyrocketed because that water in that machine she sold me is actually charged with molecular hydrogen, which is a whole nother conversation, which is freaking awesome because it gives you, like I'm high on water, dude, every day now. I've been that way since 2018. But also it restructures the water so you can absorb it. And when you have water that you're taking in like that, it's going to get into your lymphatic system. It's going to get into your brain. It's going to get into your colon. Your cells are going to get more hydrated. And you actually increase your nutrient absorption of the foods you're taking and the supplements you're taking by a lot, like by eight times. So you can get eight times more nutrition out of the foods you eat and the supplements you're taking if you just get your water right. That's why over here, we want to get the basic inputs. We want to share and educate people and get them awareness about getting clean air and clean water, foundational things and clean food into your body. 
clean is the is kind of the word. We want it to be chemical free. We want it to be clean. If you put these inputs into your body, you don't even have a clue how good you're going to feel. It makes everything so much easier. So that was core secret number one. The other ones are a lot shorter. Core secret number two, you chew your food until liquefied. It's really important. It's the first step in digestion. It's the first domino that falls. If you don't chew your food well, you're going to have fermentation and gut rot and your gut's going to have to work over and over and over again in your stomach. If you chew your food well, not only does it have less to do, but you've masticated that into you know liquid, but you're actually secreting enzymes. You have two ducts in your upper mouth and four in your lower mouth to secrete these enzymes, amylase and lipase. These are going to break down your starches and your fats. And it's really important to do that. So you chew your food really well. It goes into your stomach. And then the enzymes finish the digestive process so you can get digestion and absorption of nutrients. That's what we want. That's the process you should be doing. So mom was right. <laughs> Slow down and chew your food. I started doing that. Now, here's the deal. Less than 4% of the population is doing it. And we know it's a huge thing. And Dr. Gabriel Cousins, the dude's 80 and he can do like 30 pull-ups. I mean, how many people can do 30 pull-ups? I can't even do that. He's super healthy. He said that when you chew your food really well like that, you're also upregulating your serotonin levels by up to 500% because there's meridian points in the teeth. So think about that for the amount of depression that we have out there today and anxiety. There's no pill you can take or herb you can take that will do that as well as chewing your food. So, so many benefits to chewing your food. I can't even tell you. Okay. Core secret number three, now that you're drinking lots of water, so the cell's hydrated, you're chewing your food well, now you're going to avoid liquids with meals. Why would you want to do that? Because of those enzymes, you worked hard, you secreted them in your mouth, they're in your stomach, they're workhorses, they're down there digesting your food for you, processing it. When you drink purified restructured water or coffee or tea or beer or wine, anything, you're going to dilute those digestive enzymes, you're going to go from digestion and and assimilation of nutrients back to fermentation and gut rot. So the rule of thumb, stop drinking liquids an hour before you eat and then wait two hours after you're done eating, no liquids, and and then drink a lot of liquids again. Real easy. Less than 2% of the population is doing that. So massive room for improvement here. And then the last one is core secret number four, doing some breath work before you eat a meal. We are in fight or flight mode, most of us, whether we like it or not. We live in a stressed out society. You throw the whole pandemic thing, whatever you want to call it, on top of it, there's a lot of stress. There's work stress, relationship stress, stress taking care of a lot of you know special needs children and taking care of parents today because our health is failing so miserably as a society that we are in fight or flight mode. When you're in fight or flight mode, your body is in that stress response. The blood actually leaves the organ systems to go out to your extremities, your arms, legs, hands, and feet to fight or flight, to run, to get out of there. So by simply taking some breaths in and out for one minute, one to two minutes, it's no big deal. Just like this, in through the nose, pause at the top, And then breathe out through the mouth. Just let it all go. Pause at the bottom with your lungs empty. Back in through the nose. Pause at the top and hold. And then release out through the mouth. Nice and slow. If you did that with me, you've already calmed down your nervous system. The blood is already running back into your organ systems. That's how you're going to digest your food well. Less than 1% of the population is doing this. So I implemented these core four secrets in my own health. Wasn't easy all of it because you got to get new habits, but they work. I've helped over 600 people in private one-on-one coaching situation with this. This is the foundation we put in place. Before we change anything, don't worry about changing your diet or any of this other stuff or exercise. 
get these foundation, and then you can start stacking the exercise, stacking the, you'll have the energy. And we have products to help people do the detox, like you were talking about. Maybe some people don't want to do colon hydrotherapy, but we have a product called Gut Detox that'll clean that stuff out in 15 days safely and gently. But it's, you know, getting these basics in place first is foundational. And we have people, dude, we get them every day. We get emails, oh, my energy's up, my mental clarity, my joints are feeling better, my digestion's better. They don't even have the products yet. They're following one, two, three, or all four. They're stacking one, two, or three, or all four of these core four secrets. And they work really well. Nice. This is a really good rundown. All of those are profound for health. And what I like about this is our fit fathers, fit mothers that are listening to this, they're implementing some of these things, but maybe there's a couple of reminders. Everyone can start chewing their food better starting today. Everyone could start breathing through their nose in a relaxed way throughout the day. Very good. Talk to me about light and sunshine and your philosophy. I mean, this seems like it's another big variable in terms of creating a proper environment. We're learning more about the sun, how it interacts with the eyes and the skin. Is this a part of your health philosophy and process? Yeah, it's well, you think back in the day, like all these, you know, indigenous tribes and stuff, a lot of them are like, they worship the sun. There's a good reason. So without the sun, there would be no life on this planet. We'd be a frozen ice cube spinning through space, right? So, you know, all life comes from the sun. And if you believe in God, then God put the sun there, right? So it's really cool because I remember, you have to understand, dude, I was like redneck, okay? So we used to make fun of people that were vegetarians. I didn't even know vegans existed. I, I, I thought vegetarians were vegans. I didn't know that vegetarians could eat eggs. I didn't know any of that stuff. I just thought they ate plants and I thought they were crazy. So somebody told me in Hippocrates that I'm a light being. Okay. I thought that was like super woo. I'm like, okay, I'm a light being. That's okay. This lady's crazy. Well, the reality was, is that we are light beings because these things come from the sun. They're called photons and they're captured on the leaf of a plant via photosynthesis. And that's where the electrons are made. Chlorophyll, electrons, all this stuff. And then the plants produce oxygen as a byproduct, right? When you eat the raw living leaf of a plant, you're actually, that's like where sprouts come in, guys. You're actually transferring those electrons, which is energy, through your teeth from the beginning. Your teeth are like conductors. and They bring that energy like literally into your body and then you swallow it and you get the, the rest of the phytochemicals, the nutrients, the, you know, the vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, all that other stuff will go through the digestive process. But it's first, it's biophoton energy. You can look this guy up. His name is Dr. Fitzpop. He coined the term biophotons. Yeah. yeah. Here's the cool thing. If you eat junk food diet, you will emit, you will put off a thousand biophotons. If you are a 100% organic foods, you're a 23,000 biophotons. If you're a newborn baby, you're emitting 43,000 biophotons. And if you're somebody like Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who eats a 100% living food diet where it's like everything sprouted, you're going to emit 83,000 biophotons. So the cool thing is that means your electron counts up. Now, if you don't think you're an electrical light being, let me shed some light. Medical uh, Western medicine uses this thing called an EKG. So when you go in, they hook up your heart. It's like, beep, beep. What is that? It's an electrical impulse. That's all made up of electrons. We are literally made of light, literally electrons and light. So we, that lady was right when she said you're a light being. She was literally correct. And I had to like, oh, okay, well, she's right. And I, I get it now. So the thing of it is, is your body every day, Anthony, cells are dying. If you can make more cells than die, you won't age like everybody else. If, if more cells are dying off than you make, you're going to age faster. So the question is, is what are you putting into your body? 
that's going to help you create more cell growth. Our cells are regenerating. Like you get a cut on your arm or something. How does your body heal itself? Called your immune system, right? So we have a self-generating body. So we have to create a good environment for it so it can regenerate properly. And that's pretty much all I've learned and all I've been doing and hacking my own health. And now I'm, you know, approaching 49 years old and, you know, I feel like I'm 18. I'm running around trail running. I go surfing with my 19 year old son. No problem. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. That's powerful and fascinating. I want to add one more thing on the electricity component. When they actually measure some of these animals like salamanders that can regrow limbs, the first thing that happens after you chop off a salamander's limb or loses a limb in a fight or self-defense or whatever happens is that it creates a deeper electronegative potential around that limb. It actually decreases the voltage by adding more electricity into the area. And that is what actually stimulates a lot of these new cells, stem cells to move and proliferate. And the other thing about the Albert Fritz pop stuff, the biophotons, is they've actually found that we emit these biophotons within our own cells. We generate these and it helps us communicate. You know, he did that famous experiment with the two onions and he had them separated by an opaque or a translucent thing. And because of the biophotons can pass through something translucent, the onions grow together. When it's opaque, they grow apart. It's because there's communication that's happening between all living systems via light. And this is fascinating. I think this is like a big frontier. We're going to learn a lot more about this. And at the very least, your mitochondrial health, these electron generating factories really just depend on, you know, uh, you know, electricity, right? And so good exercise, regular fasting, organic foods, diet, plenty of sleep, breathing through your nose, getting sunshine, positive mental attitude. This all kind of creates uh, a picture of health and, and it's electrically based. Yeah, dude, it's it's so cool when you learn this stuff. And and it's, it's you know, one thing that I tried to do is I, I, I literally see myself now as a defender of public health because so many people are living in fear today is that, you know, people talk about uh, vitamin D as an actual example, right? It is so important. I, would, I definitely want to bring that up because we 70% of Americans are vitamin D deficient. If you think about it, if you look at our skin, we're supposed to be within 1,500 miles of the equator. Different species live in, you know, penguins live in a certain area. They don't live in West Palm Beach, Florida, right? There's a reason. It's the environment that they're set up for. So if you look at our skin, if it wasn't for houses and coats and boots and stuff like that, there's no way we'd be living, you know, especially above the 45th parallel, right? Yeah. Places like Chicago, it gets very cold. Eastern Oregon, where I'm home, is dumped. I just plowed a whole bunch of snow out of my mom and dad's driveway and did a bunch of shoveling. It's freaking cold, dude. Mm-hmm. Took my dog for a walk and it was, just, it was, I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm freaking cold out here. So it's really important, for, especially those people that have dark colored skin. You need 15 times more vitamin D than somebody like me that has light colored skin, right? So this whole thing about, you know, going and isolating and not looking at the sun and not getting outside is a death sentence for people because it is vitamin D is like the military sharpshooters. It literally shoots holes in viruses. It's one line of defense. It's a very powerful line of defense. And vitamin D has over a hundred thousand peer reviewed research articles on it. It's like so well documented. It's actually not a vitamin, it's a hormone and it's responsible for about 5% of the processes in your body. So every white blood cell has a vitamin D receptor. I mean, just to show how important it is. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, so vitamin D critical. I just want to get that out there because I have some friends that are African American and they're telling me they were very upset about how what's going on and why is the African American community having more issues with COVID? And I'm like, because you guys need more vitamin D. We need to get out in the sunshine. The only difference between somebody that has a dark skin and somebody that's light skin is that our ancestors had a different environment for a long time. Like somebody that has light colored skin, 
had very little sunshine. Whereas somebody has dark color skin, like over in Africa, the sun's beaten down all the time. You just, your body developed a natural response to it. So when you come from Africa and you come to like, you know, Portland, Oregon, and it's dreary and rainy all winter, you're not getting as much vitamin D. Again, I, I might only need 15 to 20 minutes, but you might need to get outside for two to four hours to get the necessary amounts to fight off viral stuff and, you know, and just boost your immune system. So and then depending on where you live, that might mean supplementation, right? I mean, practically speaking, get some sunshine, but maybe even supplementing with some vitamin D certainly seasonally could be a good idea. Yeah, we actually did that. Our number one selling product is our green formula because I, I believe in green juicing. I actually incurred the cost and threw basically a thousand international units of vitamin D per serving into our green formula. And I didn't raise the price of the product at all. I just, we're really trying to help people defend their health really good starting point for people. Cause I know that people are really in fear mode and they're not going outside and they really need to. But the key is, is when you go outside, you really want to wear natural fiber clothing. If you're wearing synthetics like polyesters and, you know, microfibers and, you know, these types of things, they're going to block those UV rays of the sun and you're not going to be able to do it. But if you're wearing natural fiber, it'll be penetrating through there much easier and you get those rays. So just get outside, even a snowstorm, wear natural fiber clothing, get out in nature. That's where you're from. You're, you don't, we don't live with nature. We don't live, um, we are an expression of nature, you know, uh, water. We're mostly made of water. Where do you get that from? Nature. We have gut bacteria, same bacteria in the soil. A lot of them, uh, soil microbiome, gut microbiome, you know, we die, you cremate us minerals. Where do you get minerals? Nature. So we are nature and people have forgotten that. Well, I think what we've gotten to so far in this combo has been very good, you know, with your your four core tenants effectively and, and all the tangential stuff we got to. To wrap this up, I'd love to switch gears and talk about raising healthy children. You mentioned that you have a maybe 19-year-old son. And 21. And a 21. I think there's a lot of parents listening to this too with kids of all different varying ages, some empty nesters, some people listening who have young kids. Let's talk about some of your perspectives and what you see going on in today's day and age. Like, what does it take to raise healthy kids? What are some challenges, pitfalls, the things to look out for? And let's awesome. just speak into that. All right. So here's 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 the golden rule. It's a different golden rule, but um, well, it's 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 a spinoff on it, I guess. If you want to raise healthy kids, parents, then you need to be healthy yourself. Period. You need to set the example. Um, this is usually when people ask me, well, Tim, what would you, parting words, what would you tell people to do? Put yourself first, put yourself first. I see so many parents putting themselves last, especially the moms out there. They're trying to run around take care of everybody else. And then all of a sudden a wheel falls off and they're in the hospital and they on these medications and they're tired and they're just done. Dads too. I mean, I talked to a guy, I mean, last year he called us up. He was just tired of doing all this stuff. He's like, I want to try your products, but I just thought I'd reach out. I, because I literally come home. I don't have enough energy to even play catch with my son doesn't have enough energy to play catch. So if you find yourself in that situation, put yourself first because it's kind of like the old adage, like if the plane's going down, you put on your mask first and then the child. Because if you try to put on the child's mask and you pass out, they both die. You both die, right? Mm -hmm. You are also, you're leading by example. So the, the thing was that I was told was like, Tim, who's more important? This was years ago. You or your kids. I'd be like, my kids are more important than me. I'll put them first. I'll jump. I'll take a bullet for them. And I still will. I would still jump in front of a bullet and take a bullet for my children. No question. But if somebody asked me today who's more important, me or my kids, I'm going to be like, me. I'm more important. And I put myself first. And my kids know it. I take care of me. And why do I do that? Because I want them to copy me. I want them to put themselves first. and not. Be, why, why would I run myself into the dirt and then think that they do the same thing, right? 
or maybe they don't. Maybe they look at it as contrast, do the opposite. But the best gift you can give to your kids is time and leading by example, spending time with them and leading by example. Get into the kitchen. If your kids are on, you know, uh, cell phones and all that kind of stuff, make things fun. You know, get into the kitchen with them, make food with them. Even if you're not, maybe your wife's making all the food and you're a guy. Get in there, help her out, participate, bring your kids in, get your fingers dirty, figure it out, learn. It's a time to bond. Otherwise, you're going to be looking over um, one day, getting ready to go to work, and there's going to be this adult sitting at the kitchen table, and you're like, who the hell is that? Oh, that's my son, or that's my daughter. I missed out on everything because I was too distracted, right? Don't do that. It's, you, have, you only have so much time with them, and it goes quickly. I remember being frustrated putting my kids in the car seats, especially when they're like wiggling around, you know. And then all of a sudden, my son one day was like, Dad, I'll do it myself. And I was like, oh, okay. And he buckled himself into the car seat. And I'm like, hmm. I was a little sad about that. <laughs> I was like, it, it comes and it goes, guy, it, parents, it goes quickly, right? Enjoy every moment. Live in the moment. Very important. But um, you asked me about how to raise healthy kids. Okay, number one is put yourself first. Get yourself healthy. Lead by example. Number two, don't force all this stuff on your kids. Try to give them foods and things that look and taste like what they have, but just make them healthier versions. No, number one, start eating more organic stuff, right? Get away from chemicals. I'll give you an example. Like if your produce that you're buying has a these price of lookup stickers and it says four on it, starts with a four, that means it's conventionally grown. Do you realize that they're actually using waste treatment plant? It's, they call it biosolids. It's our, you know, our urine, our feces that gets processed. They used to have to pay to get rid of it. Now they sell it to farmers as a cheap fertilizer called biosolids. So your food's grown in that. Well, if it's if your PLU sticker starts with a three, that means it was genetically modified. And when you genetically modify a plant, you're disrupting its uh, metabolism and that plant starts uh, making formaldehyde. So you're literally embalming yourself and your kids. So little things like that. Make sure the PLU sticker starts with a nine. That means it's organic. So start eating fresher foods, local foods. Go to your farmer's markets. Find local farms. And even better, start sprouting yourself. This is fun. When I was a little kid in second grade, we grew like a sunflower plant or something. I thought that was the coolest thing. Start growing sprouts and herbs with your children and harvesting them and putting them in the meal. And they will start really getting involved and really take and understand the connection from nature to them eating it. And it's also going to bond your family. So those are just a couple of tips. I mean, I could go into recipes and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Uh, That's good. That's good for sure. Sit down for the TV. Get get rid of the TV. Turn that stuff off. Turn off the phones and sit down and, and spend time with your children. One thing in full transparency that I hadn't heard before is that genetically modified plants are kicking off formaldehyde. Where can people learn more about looking into that? I think that's if if, if that ends up being true, that's that's fascinating and kind of a big deal. Yeah, I don't know if Dr. Shiva Ayaduri has uh, done a video on it, but he was one of the top leading immune experts on it. He talks about it quite a bit. There's also Jeffrey Smith. He's really big into the GMO movement. You can look look that up, but they do. And here's the other thing. It's like, if you have carpet in your home, it's also off-gassing those formaldehyde. So I'm looking for, if anybody listening to this is a mortician, please send us an email at support at chemicalfreebody.com because we've talked to some people that are morticians in the past. I can't get one to come on yet, but they're afraid to lose their job. Maybe I should just do like incognito. But they're telling me that a lot of the older people are kind of already embalmed. They don't need to put a lot of stuff into them. Tremendous amount of formaldehyde from the carpet, right? You're also getting formaldehyde from GMO foods. And, you know, there's just weird stuff. Like my dad's got this butter 
it's not butter. It's like one molecule away from plastic. And I put it outside to show him and I took the top off and I put real butter next to it and the bugs would crawl and eat on the butter, but they won't touch that, that fake butter, that margarine stuff. I'm like, dad, you're putting like plastic in your body. He's like, he yelled at me. He's like, put the lid on that. You're wasting good food. So I left it alone. <laughs> what, what do you do? Yeah. So stay away from chemicals, learn about them, get them out of your body, stop putting them in and just plug back into nature. Cause that's where you're from. Nice. Great conversation today. I think there's a lot for people to chew on. And hopefully, like you said, your initial goal is to have someone take at least some simple actionable steps, which I know based on the percentages of people doing these things like chewing your food and breathing through your nose, probably very simple places to start. I know a lot of our fit followers, fit mothers are hydrating well. Maybe time to look into a different kinds of filtration or, or a structured water system could be a good thing for people to look into and very good combo. Appreciate you coming on. And if people want to look into that, I have actually that gal... I used to give out Danusha's email, but nobody can spell Danusha. We'd get flooded with emails. How do you spell it? So we have a, a website for her. It's mypurifiedwater.com. And she has. you can do a free consult with her if you want to get your water right like I did. Nice. Well, Tim, thanks for coming on. I'd love for you to just tell some people one more time where they can learn more about you, your website, your podcast, and if they want to connect more and they want to explore this avenue where they can connect with you. Absolutely. So the best way to reach us is at chemicalfreebody.com. And if you're interested in trying out some of our products, we have a lot. Just go to the products tab, scroll down to savings bundles. That's where you can get a discount. If you want to stick your toe in the water, you can do like the jumpstart bundle. Or I personally do the total energy and detox bundle every month. Plus I take our turmeric product or just pick one that fits your budget and your, you know, whatever resonates with you. And then at checkout, if they put in the code FITFATHER, that's FITFATHER, you'll get an additional 5%. So that's how you can get a double discount and we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. So if something doesn't work, believe me, like we're really trying to help people. Um, just call us. We'll refund your money or we'll find a different solution, whether it's one of our products or even a competitor's products to help you. Um, other than that, you know, the podcast is there. It's a lot of free information. I've got great guests and I go deep on a lot of stuff like fasting and proper food combining and different things like that. We're just trying to, you know, create a, a ripple effect out there of awareness and so the people can then start taking action in a, in a different direction and, and spin their life around like I did and, and my buddy Charles did and, and just really wake up and feel good every day. That's the goal. Nice. Well, certainly is the goal here too. Thank you for coming on, Tim. Appreciate this conversation today. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.